Welcome to the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. This is your host, Deacon Andrew Brazier. A unique and strange time we found ourselves in. I have to confess that while I knew there's always a possibility of seeing a pandemic in my lifetime, uh, I'm a historian by nature. I never thought I'd actually live to see one, much less live to see one in the midst of having uh, flooding in our uh, church that would cast us as exiles outside. But... Let's be honest, we live some comfortable lives, don't we? We really do. Even the poorest among us live comfortable lives because we, we take it for granted as Christians in the United States on how good we have it. Within many of our lifetimes, it was not uncommon to not have air conditioning, even here in the Deep South. And I distinctly recall visiting some of my cousins, my dear cousins, and spending the night with them. And with them on many a hot summer night, I would think to myself, how much I took for granted that cool air that was being pumped into my room at night. So I want you to take yourself back another hundred years. A hundred years from my own childhood to when much of Western society was in the midst of the Industrial Revolution. And I'm not going to give a history lesson, but recall from history during the Industrial Revolution, children were able to work. There was no child labor laws. Child labor laws come about as a result of some of the abuses of the Industrial Revolution. So children were put to work in coal mines and in factories because they could get in there and work the machines where an adult could not. And many of them lost their limbs and were very terribly wounded or maimed for the rest of their lives. The agrarian way of life, the life of working agriculture, of being a yeoman farmer was lost. It was disrupted, it became a thing of the past. An industry triumphed agriculture, or so we thought until we started taking notice as we go into the grocery store today and we see that common foods, meats, vegetables are not in supply. Now why do I paint this picture of of comfort and labor today? Because today is Rogation Sunday. You may think, what is Rogation Sunday? It's an old tradition that dates back to the ancient church where we give thanks to God for the fruit of the earth the labor of our hands and we ask God's blessing on get this on our town and on our community traditionally it's celebrated with a parade of the congregation around the boundaries of the church or across the local town to the town center while they recited Psalms 103 and 104 friends if you don't think the Lord has a sense of humor then look around you today If you don't think that our God has a plan, then look around right now. Because on this Rogation Sunday, we've been exiled from our own church into the outside, into our community, into our town. On this Rogation Sunday, we've been exiled just like so many have been exiled in the history of the church, the people of Israel, exiled from Egypt, going to a promised land. The people of Israel, when they had sinned and rebelled, exiled into Babylon, into captivity. Our Lord and Savior exiled into the place of death on our behalf, but who rose again and who we celebrate in this Eastertide because Christ is risen. Now, on Rogation Sunday in England, traditionally, the parading around the parish was a proclamation of the gospel. 
and was praying out loud to all the people so they could hear, praying to God to have mercy upon the land, have mercy upon our work, and have mercy upon our lives. What better time could we have asked for to be outside to pray for our community in the midst of pandemic, in the middle of a recession, when so many are cooped up inside and they struggle with their own demons? What better time could we be outside when it rains a little bit, where the God of our fathers is blessing the land with, frankly, rain that we have needed very badly? Do not doubt, my friends, that the Lord did not know that this would happen on this day. Do not doubt that our Lord did not have a plan for this exile, for this Sunday, and possibly another Sunday or two to come. Remember the words of today's prayer, today's collect of the day. Oh God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. This pandemic, this recession, this flooding of our building, the plan may pass our own feeble minds on why. Why has it happened? But guess what? Our plans and our ways are not like his ways. Our plans, to be quite honest, can be silly or even counter the plans of God. But God is preparing for us good things. Now hear me out. God's not planning for us to have good luxuries. He's not planning for us to get rich. This is not the prosperity gospel, far from it. No, our God is planning for us a spiritual path to take, a spiritual path to walk in. We are to follow in the way, the truth, and the life, as we heard from the gospel lesson from last Sunday. And that way, that truth, that life, is none other than God the Son, Jesus Christ. Hear the words of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ from today's reading. If you abide in me, and we heard that word abide so many times, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. This does not mean, hear me out, this does not mean that God will give you the pleasures of this world, of your own sinful heart. There will not, God will not give you the dreams that you have beyond your wildest imagination. No, 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 far from it. But what it means is that if we truly abide with Christ, if we truly are fruit-bearing branches filled with a life-giving vine that is Jesus Christ, then we will bear spiritual fruit that will glorify God and serve those who are in need. What did we hear this morning when I came up here doing the summary of the law? Don't let it become so rote where you just know what's going to be said next. You know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, your mind, all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Don't let it be like that. Listen to the words because the commands are fresh and new every day. It's why we say it every Sunday. It's why we confess our sins in the daily office. The first and great commandment is to love our God, our Maker, with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. And the second is like unto it, to love our neighbors as ourselves. And there's a lot there to think about. On what do you love each and every day? What do you truly uphold as the center of your life? And let's be honest, it's not our Lord God, but it should be. And we can't do it on our own. 
but we can do it if we bear spiritual fruit. But how? How do we bear spiritual fruit? Listen. Listen to the warning from our Lord Jesus Christ. If anyone does not abide in me, if anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and withered. And they gather them and they throw them in the fire and they are burned. We ourselves may be doing without at this great time. We may not have what we normally want. But there's fellow human beings out there who are not joined to the vine of life, not joined to Jesus Christ. And the hour is coming and is near at hand where many of our fellow men and women, many of those who we know will face their hour of death. It's a reality. It's not one we like to face or think about, but it is a matter of life and death. Will they face it in the victory of Easter? Will they face it in the victory of Jesus' redemption upon the cross? Or will they face it in the condemnation of their own sins? Christian, I urge you, I beg you, listen to the words of our Savior. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so you will be my disciples. Once again, I ask the question, how do we bear fruit? How is it possible? Daily I wake up and I fall down. Listen to our Lord. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept the Father's commandments and abide in His love. But deacon, I can't uphold the commandments. Indeed, we can't. But let the life of the vine, let the life of Jesus Christ abide in you. Let the life of His Holy Spirit, which dwelt within our Lord Jesus Christ, who accomplished the law on our behalf, let that same Spirit abide in you. We have been baptized and filled with His Holy Spirit. Take out that fleshy heart of yours and cast it out and be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you may abide with Him and He will abide in you. And then and only then will the Holy Spirit, His Spirit, give you life. And then you will be able to walk in His way, His truth, His life and become a light to the world. We heard all in the first half of this year about the light of the world, the light of the world. It's what built us up in Advent, that the light of the world was coming. And when He came, it was manifest to us. What did He tell us? That we were to become lights, just as He is. Not that we can do it, but because the Holy Spirit can fill us up. And He will make us into the light that we are called to be. He will make us into the new man that our risen Lord Jesus Christ is. And although we may suffer now, mostly inconveniences, But some of us are suffering a lot more than others. And although we do suffer now, it's not because the Lord Jesus desires it. For he tells us today, these things I have spoken to you, that my joy will remain in you, and that your joy may be full. How do I obtain this joy? How am I filled up by the joy of the Holy Spirit? How may I acquire the Lord's fullness? Listen, my fellow sojourners on the way. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. That we love one another, not as we want to, not as what's convenient for us, but love one another as our Lord Jesus Christ loved us, which was on a cross. That's how much he loved us. And this is what our Lord says, Greater love hath no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. We who were once enemies and rebels to God, having made his friend by the one who laid down his life for us, 
And as Peter explains today's lesson from 1 Peter, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit. Do you hear that, my friends? That although we were unjust rebels and enemies to God, God comes down to us. He comes down to us. He forgives us. The just dies for the unjust. And then He calls us friends. He lifts us up from being the dead sinners we are and gives us new life. And just as our Lord Jesus Christ was made alive by the Holy Spirit, rose again from the dead and lives now and reigns, so too may we partake in this life. If we abide in Him, then He will abide in us. And take good cheer. It's not as though you wake up and each morning you say, I'll abide a little bit more in Him. Remember your baptism. You have been washed by the floodwaters that wiped out the sin, that made you a part of the body of Christ, the church, that has made you one with the one who died for the unjust. He abides in you. He abides in you. Get out of the way and let Him abide in you. Confess your sins. Confess your faults. And when you fall down, sinner, get back up because our Lord Jesus Christ is there in front of God the Father Almighty praying on our behalf. And the Spirit that lives within us is making groanings that we cannot understand praying on our behalf. So be of good cheer. Stand up when you fall and go and serve your neighbors and bear spiritual fruit. Be made alive in the Spirit. Walk in His way those commandments of God. Suffer for your neighbor. Be the feet of Jesus Christ and bring good news, the gospel, to those who need to hear it. Our lives are empty without Him, but now we may be filled up with the life of the vine, the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And as we are branches for this vine, Know that the life of Christ and the life of a Christian is filled with pain and suffering. It's not because our Lord desires it, but because, as the Lord said in the Gospel lesson today, our Father is pruning, pruning us, so that we may bear even more spiritual fruit to glorify the Lord God Almighty. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, one God. Amen. Thank you again for joining us on the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd, Pelham, Alabama podcast. We hope that you'd visit us in person. We have Sunday worship uh, every Sunday at 1030 in the morning. And you can visit us on our website at www.goodshepherdacna.com or visit us on Facebook at Good Shepherd ACNA. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe, and rate the podcast. It not only makes us feel better, but more importantly, it helps those who are searching for Anglican podcasts find podcasts like this one and other ones that are out there on the web. Thank you, God bless, and have a good one. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit, lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto